0: You're listening to Get to Know World of Warships, a podcast created by Bogsy and Sinpax. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Get to Know World of Warships, uh, hosted by Bogsy and Borla. I, of course, am Bogsy hosting with my co-host, Borla. Hello, Borla. Hey, Bogsy. How are you today? I'm good, man. I'm tan. I was in Florida. Yeah? How was that? It was great. It was uh, white sand beaches, clear water. I saw two seahorses. I saw a puffer fish, and I drank a irish wake at mcguire's in florida it was delicious which i know you've been yeah to.
1: yeah i'm jealous that's a that's an area of florida that i'm pretty familiar with been down there a bunch of times and I'm, I'm glad you had a good time and good weather and i think you left on the exact right day didn't you
0: i think so we uh well there was a huge like there were several tropical storms i think they call them they came through while i was there but i think what they call a full-on monsoon hit on friday right when we were leaving so i missed that which is good
1: did the question I've been dying all weekend to ask you is, Late Light, your buddy in TNG, is a big fan of the podcast. Big fan.
0: Yes, he is a huge fan.
1: Did you send him shirtless pics, too, while you are in Florida, or just me?
0: I didn't. Um, I, the thing about getting swimsuit pictures with me and, and Bree from Florida is you have to not just be a fan of the podcast, you have to listen to it. Um, and if he listens to it, even though he's, like, my buddy he would know that that's the, that's the rule. So um, no swimsuit. A good swim friend super.
1: would listen. A good friend would listen. But go I mean, ahead. We'll, I think we'll
0: Carry on. So. Well, um, anyway, we. I, I would say just the coolest part about what we saw there was that uh, after the storms would pass over where we were in Florida, they would sort of um, then travel out over the horizon of the Gulf of Mexico. And so at night, Bree and I, uh, my girlfriend, got to go out onto the beach after the storm had passed over and watch it retreat over the horizon. So like every I'm like three quarters of a second, you could see a lightning strike, because you just had this huge panorama of black ocean, and every single bolt strike or you know sheet strike would just ripple out through the darkness. It was, it was so cool. Um, so. Yeah,
1: for those who aren't familiar with the Panhandle area of Florida, the section between Destin and Panama City Beach, like not so much Panama City in that, but like in between there. The white powdered sugar beaches yeah. are just awesome. There is a little bit of surf, but it's like fun to be in. It's not overwhelming. Right. And some of those stretches, I know in Destin, the beach is kind of crowded and stuff, but those who have families or want to get a group and run a house like in Rosemary Beach, Alice Beach, that area, it's highly recommended, especially for, to me, early summer, like May, June, or the perfect time is like middle of September after the kids are back in school and the water's still warm. <laughs>
0: Wow. I mean, it, it really is a cool place. Um, I do recommend it. My favorite part about my previous trip there was a shuttered business, sadly, called Guns and Such. I'd never seen something like that. Guns and such. So uh, hopefully they'll be. Florida
1: man is Florida man for a reason,
0: buddy. <laughs> 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 it's insane. Um, however, while I was gone, a whole lot happened in World of Warships. Um, I was actually really hoping that I could make it over to Pensacola to the Naval Aviation Museum there and maybe have some. You know, media to share but I did not make it I'm afraid so um, we're going to have to deal with real shooty boats uh, in World of Warships instead um, the several tier 10's came out the Elbing came out, it's finally available the Druid, the tier 10 uh, research bureau ship is out and available the Tone, the tier 8 hybrid Japanese cruiser is out, I feel like there's something else there's, oh, there's super battleships, there's a lot.
1: Soviet carriers were Soviet announced Foxy, carriers? aren't you excited? Oh
0: my god, I... <sighs> Well, we're going to talk about that um, along, but we're going to include some other people in that discussion. And the folks that we have on today, our guests, are very special. They're very special, Borla. Do you know why they're very, very special?
1: I do. You know, I just saw this is a group of clans. So we have the clans Bingo, Form, and Salvo with us. And what's a little unique about them You and I belong to clans that have groups associated with them, but it's very centralized, right? Like TNG has central uh structure and and ksc obviously has central structure these are three separate clans that share a space and share a discord and they have an article they have articles of the coalition that they've put together so that they actually have kind of operating rules about how they deal with one another and make decisions and everything else but so we're going to talk to dueler from bingo destroyer from form and Tane from salvo hi guys how are you today
2: doing well well, thanks. <laughs>
0: well, this is exciting for us because we've been we've been sort of negotiating with the three of you uh, to try and get you guys on to talk about your clan structure and how you came about it and how it functions and all that for, I don't know, several months now. But um, since there are several of you, it's been obviously a little difficult to find a time it works. So we appreciate all three of you actually uh, making that time. So... Gosh, let's, um, we're going to do this one at a time, I suppose. I'll just, you know, Borla and I will rotate asking you guys specific questions. We'll try and address one of you first, and if you guys want to punt the question to, to one or the other, that's totally on you. That's just fine. Um, so, the, the coalition is the name of the Discord. It's the Salvo Coalition, correct? That's correct. Okay. So, this coalition of clans involves Salvo, Clan Form, and Clan Bingo. Now, that...
3: Yeah, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It involves those clans, and then their sub-clans, like Salvo. Or there's Salvo, and then Salve Zero, Okay. and then there's Bingo, Bango, Bongo. Right, one of the best clan groups ever. <laughs> and then there's four.
4: And don't forget Congo. Oh, <laughs> Lord. so okay, that's, Bingo,
1: Bango, Bongo, and Congo. Nice, nice.
0: It sounds like it sounds like uh, one of those. It sounds like a band from Danny Elfman in the eighties, doesn't it? His was Oingo Boingo. That's what it was. Okay. Um, so that's a lot of different clans, and that's a lot of different clans all sharing one Discord roof. Now, uh, let's start with Evil Tane, and I'm, I'm just going to ask you, how exactly did the genesis of a multi-clan Discord even come about?
3: The original idea behind it, Um, Okay, just to give a quick description for everybody that is not quite aware. Basically, as a coalition, as an alliance, we are formed under a confederate model of government. That means the coalition is responsible to the clans, not the clans to the coalition. So if you join us, then we can't tell you how to run your clan. However, we can all work together and figure out how to run a discord together. The discord is kind of like the uniting thing that we all work around and really the whole thing started off with dueler bugging me uh dueler if you want to take it how you came to talk to us
4: well um you know we were kind of looking uh, we were looking for a, kind of another group to kind of join up with um you know, we, we kind of left a uh, a group that i would say didn't match our views uh so much and um you know looking to you know we were tr- gonna try to do it on ours on our own uh, but we always ran into the problem where we would have you know two teams running clan battles and you know three or four people would just be sitting out or we have too many uh, so we have one team running and you know five or uh, four or five guys kind of just sitting out so we wanted to kind of get um, another group involved just to you know with the addition to a into the clan battles it was a nice easy way to you know fill up the couple teams and what better way to get a bigger group together uh so we can kind of pull and share resources or, or members uh to kind of fill in those spots so you know i kind of looked around uh the word gaming community and uh you know our kind of our best option was to uh uh, kind of
3: join up with uh, Savo there yeah basically Duler had come up to me and asked you know can we join with you guys can we work together and I was originally thinking it was going to be something like how KSC or TNG have got their groups like you guys have described earlier and um I went to Duler and said so that means like we get to be boss if you wear our tags and Dula said, No, nah, that's not quite what we imagine. And so that night I started thinking that A, I don't want to lose this because I'm desperate for having lots of people on a Discord talking to each other. And two, um, I was thinking back to my EVE Online date. Like you in EVE Online, you've got these huge alliances made up of all these different corporations, and the boss of the alliance can't necessarily tell everybody in the in their in their alliance how to run the internal politics of their corporations and people come and people go clans come corporations come and go so that's kind of where we started off with and um, then i talked to star destroyer who really was looking for well i can't really say what he was looking for but i would met him he'd come to our discord and i thought hey those guys are good i want to see if i can grab them and get them involved in this whole thing too and uh, so yeah that's kind of how everything got started
0: okay so you guys basically were looking to sort of share some resources in a way now Mm -hmm. uh, so well maybe i'll I'll let borla ask a bit more about uh how exactly you share resources but let me let me just ask you about what exactly it entails to share a discord evil do you own the discord is it the salvo discord that other folks sort of migrated to and you guys share responsibility for
3: yes um it is actually now an afk member of the clan that owns the discord itself oh um (laughs) he gave me admin status at the time and um then the idea is the reason why it's called the salvo coalition is because my clan leader Jahurovic at the time i was going to call it tristar or something like that i was trying to think of a cool name and um i think it was going to be tristar confederation and he says no you do me this favor just put salvo in and see if the other two protest and i don't know <laughs> if they're going to start protesting now that i said that but uh, that's kind of how the whole thing got started and then Um, beyond that bingo they were looking for a new discord to start with anyway and the salvo discord was basically a whole bunch busier than the form discord at the time so we i just suggested and uh, the others agreed that we'll just do it on the salvo discord from there on
1: really that's a pretty brilliant idea i know a lot of the clans that are trying to grow trying to get activity one of the challenges is to get the kind of get critical mass going on the Discord, Mm -hmm. right? To be able to have people there to play with that encourages division play and kind of a community feel. I guess I'll throw this to Star Destroyer first. What impact did you notice when you joined the group to your clan?
2: Sure. Um, Actually, that's a great question. Uh, So to give you some backstory for for what Form was dealing with, uh, so Form has been around since uh, around Clan Battle Season 1, although we had a different name. But uh, every season we've, you know, we did field teams and we did reach Typhoon, but consistently there was a pattern that we would try to run teams on, especially, you know, Wednesday and Thursdays when people are working. Um, And it was really hard to put together a team of six to eight people. Um, So by joining the uh, Salvo Coalition, uh, immediately we noticed like, hey, we have all these people that are available. You know, maybe they their home clan doesn't have enough spots, or maybe they have you know one or two extra people and they just can't fit them in. Um, but that difference is made up by other clans uh, trying to run their own teams, and they make up that deficit by pulling in uh, what we call mercenaries. From uh, well, I guess the game calls it mercenaries too. But, you know, <laughs> inter- internal mercenaries from from our our coalition partners, um, and then we're able to run full teams 100% of the time, and it's it's really great. I mean. Uh, we've been playing almost, I think, 60% more battles since we started joining the coalition. So um, I, I, I for one, definitely have noticed a difference uh, for form. And uh, uh, Evil, have you noticed a difference at all with that?
3: Yeah, totally. I mean, for one, I don't have to worry about as many guys being upset that they don't necessarily get to play once one or two teams really start going with Salvo. Or there's that break where you've got one full team going and you're waiting for the second to fill up. And what do those four guys do? Well, half the time they get bored and they take off. Now there's an opportunity to run with bingo or with form in battle. So it's just more guys getting more steel.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see how the arrangement you guys have together would make sense for that sort of thing and be attractive to the group's Uh Dooler, what would you say is the biggest advantage once you joined the coalition and things got rolling?
4: Uh, for for our group, I would say the knowledge. Um, you know, playing with uh, forum and Savo. Um, you know, I would say we are like a fringe Typhoon League team, um, but uh, you know, just learning from them, playing with them, you you get you pick up things as you kind of go along. And, uh, you know, our tactics have ch- totally changed, uh, just talking with forum and Sabo. Um, so uh, I would say for our group, that's the biggest advantage that we got out of this other than, you know, uh, supplying or not, maybe not supplying, but, you know, allowing our, some of the guys that want to play clan battles who see what Typhoon league is all about. And, you know, and hopefully as, we get better, you know, we can help Savo and the forum get into that hurricane type league. Um, So uh, I think each group has its own uh, advantages, I think. And uh, I think this is probably our strongest one. So
0: uh, do, I'm going to stick with you for just a second um, because I, I actually recall the time when you guys, when Bingo was looking for, Sort of a place to a place to land, I suppose. So, uh, talk to me a little bit about, and then we'll get to Star Destroyer. But um, talk to me a little bit about what the process is like for the leaders of Bingo trying to maybe take the temperature of the clan about how they feel about the idea of joining something like another clan group or a coalition or what or whatnot. I mean, how did that process go with negotiating with your people?
4: Um, well, it was actually pretty easy. Um, We've done it before. Um, majority of our guys have been playing for about four years together. Uh, we were the, you know, some of the original members of Black League. I don't know if you guys remember those guys. Uh, but they uh, created a group called Plegic Pirates, which, uh, um, you know, uh, majority of our group is from Plegic Pirates. And as that kind of group, you know, all the leadership kind of, stopped playing. Uh, we moved to, uh, as a whole group, we all came together and, you know, decided to go uh, 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 to the 90th as uh, the 90th eye. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like I said, you know, we, we didn't see the, the views. Uh, we didn't agree with them after a little bit. And uh, as a, again, a collective group, uh, we kind of, uh, you know, went our separate ways. Sure. And, joining another group because we had internal discussions of what, what do we do? Do we kind of stay by ourselves? We just run our own little group or you know, do we look into different aspects or another, you know, TNG? I know we talked to you guys. We talked to yeah uh, Dale and Kent, uh, Sabo, and it just kind of made sense when we took the pros and the cons with everybody and, we all kind of agreed that hey, you know, Salvo's—we can be our own entity. Um, but again, we get all the the benefits of, you know, mercenaries and you know, knowledge, and it just kind of worked uh, really good for us.
0: Yeah, Well, Star Destroyer. Same question to you, my man. I mean, what's the uh, what's it like trying to talk to a clan about the notion of sort of adhering yourself to a to a space station called Salvo? <laughs>
2: Um, you hit me right there. With the DS nine vibes. Um, yeah, no. I mean, forming the clan or the coalition was uh, pretty straightforward. We uh, we kind of all just got together in a in a channel and we talked about it. Um, we decided we'd we'd form a set of base rules so that you know each clan could could prosper and we'd have a, a structure for us to operate under, uh, but not be beholden to, um, which which is the articles of the coalition which uh, Evil had mentioned before, um, and. To speak a little bit about this document, I, I don't know if you have it on your screen for your, your viewers to watch right now, but uh, it is a 13-page document that we we all agreed on the rules uh, over the course of many weeks, um, and we all kind of pitched in and and uh, provided language to the document so that it could you know resemble a, a real binding document that you know you would find somewhere else, um, and. Once we got those rules established, we all just set it in a, a day, which we called Coalition Day, um, where we just you know said here's where the coalition starts, and we all moved over to uh, to one Discord, and now we all live here. So, um, so in the in the Selva Coalition, we um, uh, in terms of operating, we do have what's called a Grand Grand Council, uh, and. The purpose of the Grand Council is kind of like a United Nations, you know, each clan brings a representative or a group of representatives, uh, and we vote on any issues that come up. Um, And then we also have, you know, shared common areas where people can chat, just like the the TV lounge, I guess, Um, the proverbial TV lounge. And uh, so people can chat and form groups and divisions. Um, But we also have our own private spaces. So if, you know, if we want to um, have some private time with only our clan, there are Um, text and voice channels for us to to interact with our own clan
1: so uh, you know I was looking over these uh, corporation the uh, articles of what is it articles of the coalition yeah articles of the coalition who wrote like who put together the language on this because it seems like somebody has like almost a formal legal background or uh, background of of writing uh, policies or something in there I st-
3: I, d- I put most of the basic language together um, and because I like writing those documents so I have rules to yell at people when they're going outside of <laughs> what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> so I made one or not myself, but together within the salvo commanders, we had done this before. And so I'd taken that as the, as an early concept, and then I started writing the first bunch of stuff down, and then Dueler and Star Destroyer and their commanders they added things, and uh, we removed a couple things, and then really Star Destroyer made it really pretty in the end, and uh, made it like really professional sounding. Like he gets a lot of credit.
2: Uh, yep. Thanks. No, but the, I, I just I just improve on what you wrote, Evil. Um, but in terms of like a legal background, I'm, I'm not a lawyer, but uh, I, I am a, a professional engineer. So I guess, I guess that kind of seeps into my private life as well.
1: <laughs> you have the same sickness; It's just a different form, right? Yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that really caught my eye and one of the things that I was thinking about as we were going to bring you guys on before I saw this was recruiting. Maybe we'll start with Dueler on this, but let's say I'm someone who's interested in finding a clan, and I get invited to the Salvo Discord. What, what is the process there for? How a recruit would decide where to go, or do you nudge them in a direction? Do you vote on it? How does that work, Dueler? Um,
4: I would say uh, for uh, you know for a lot of Stuff, uh, guys, that we have brought in so far. uh, It's been more in game that, hey, uh, you know, uh, come join us. Uh, We kind of do our own little recruiting just for our group. Um, You know, we we put on the the forum, the World of Worship forums. Granted, uh, we have, uh, uh, once they get to the Discord, uh it kind of gives you a prompt to say hey who are you here for you i you guess you're you're here for bingo salvo or form they click a couple buttons and we kind of uh, you know accordingly as they shoot the bingo then we, we throw them in bingo bango or bongo and um and we kind of use that as our you know first screening um if a guy is kind of undecided you know hey around see who with group you fit in and then you know at that point it's up to the the player to pick which uh, group he wants to go into
1: so essentially and i'll throw this to star destroyer if i come on there and i know that i'm looking for form then as long as i get accepted by forms requirements or you guys are cool with me then i join your clan
2: yeah, absolutely. Um, of course, we we want to get to know you if you show up in our Discord, and we of course encourage you to join voice chat, so we can you know chat with you and get to know you better as a person, and uh, and make sure that it's a it's a good fit for both of us. But absolutely, yeah, that's that's basically how it works. So, have you so guys <laughs> run into each other in clan battles? <laughs> yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> Do people have
0: a pretty good sense of humor about that? Is it? Uh, oh yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, because... Yeah, I, we've said in all chat, like, hey guys! <laughs> I see, okay. Well, so, <clears throat> um, I did see in your Articles of Coalition, I'm going to scroll back to it see if I can say this verbatim as opposed to paraphrasing. Uh, if a clan member... Article 7-1. If a clan member mercs for another member clan, but, the, but then is needed to return to his parent clan for clan battles slash brawls, the player's priority is to their home clan and must be free to go back. Um, I mean, does that happen a lot? I'm honestly kind of curious. TNG works in a certain way where, you know, as folks folks can sort of murk around to the different branches as they're needed or as they're wanting to, but, um, you know, has have people ever resisted that rule? Have they sort of jumped between the clans? I don't mean to start anything, I'm just sort of curious.
3: Not at this point yet. I mean... You fairly often, there's a guy called GN in my clan, he likes to merc for form. But I mean, so far, there has not been any serious headbutting. Um, we did have a thing early on where at Salvo, I was used to just jumping from channel to channel to channel, to getting guys to go into teams and um. So there was a time in the very, like, last clan season, first day, where, okay, I can't just jump into the form channel and bug people of mine that are in there, um, invoice and interrupt the form clan battle. Mm -hmm. So we instituted, we had a little coalition meeting about that or a grand council meeting, and uh, we said we're going to handle it through pinging you know maybe you can drag a guy out of a channel but you just don't want to disrupt another team while they're running um, beyond that I don't think we've ever had much issues star dueler
2: I don't no, think I, so I, I, I think, think after so. we decided on that it seemed to work pretty well um, like personally the approach I use is I I put a, uh, a ping into the uh, clan battles looking for clan battles channel and then I typically just join in into a voice channel, wait for them to be done their battle, and I say, hey, guys, you know we're looking for one person. So.
0: Sounds very civilized. Um, Borla, do you have any so other <laughs> clan-related questions for these hoodlums, or should we talk about the state of the game?
1: Well, somebody, as we were doing our pre-show uh, chat, had a very hot take that I would like to discuss. Go for it. The comment was made, that one of you felt, and I was away from my uh, computer, but I could hear it, so I wasn't I wasn't sure who said it, but they felt the game was in the best state it's been since the CV rework. And you know, that's something that I think is kind of a controversial take, and I would be interested to hear the reasoning for that. Uh, that, was my, that was
3: my statement. I put it up on the forums yesterday. By the way, hi forum, guys. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and i did get 27 thumbs up and maybe 13 downvotes so overall maybe the forum agrees i think like for example right now we just got the grand battles those are friggin' blast um ranked i like the new iteration of ranked better than the old one even though there's certainly things that can be changed about it then you got the clan battles with the new um, restrictions that came in. And I think they should maybe just go straight to only one of each ship or something like that. Because that's sort of where it's headed. But I think the clan battles have moved on tremendously with these new restrictions that came in. Um, then we had what, on the, at least on the forums, I call the skillification of rocket. Others might call it a nerf. Um I thought that that's a great place where it's going there. And I'll openly admit, you know, maybe something needs to be buffed there as far as rock planes go again. Maybe there needs to be little changes, but I'm as a DD main, I'm very happy with that. Well, yes, um, I would I would
0: imagine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then uh the hybrids, I mean they're coming in. Yes, sometimes you get the three hybrid division but um, overall they haven't struck me as overly dangerous airstrikes kind of got nerfed they're not super dangerous anymore you got the auctions where you can get a hundred thousand coal in one swoop if you've got the cash sitting around and then you've got the new tk system where i think that's going to help some of the salt and ranked i mean there's certain um angry shelled creatures that are out there that like to shoot other people and you just don't have to deal with that stuff anymore. So. Overall, I think the game
0: is in a great place. Well, that's that is definitely a hot take. You are you are a positive, positive man, evil. Um, let's let's go to Star Destroyer real quick and let's just ask him for a hot take as well. I mean, what do you think about the state of the game right now? What what are there any things that have you particularly excited or particularly optimistic? Is there anything that has you you know hesitant, or is there anything that has you literally sweating at night going, this is the end of this game that I have sunk so much money into. Not that <laughs> yeah, I've done no, that. Yeah, no,
2: and I've, I've, I've definitely gone through the gauntlet of, of emotions around this game. I've, I've been playing since uh, open beta, so that's that's a long time. Um, and, and, I mean, there's obviously points where the game goes up and the game goes down and, and whatnot. And um, aside from the overall monetization of the game in the past, uh, what is it, six, seven years... Um, I, I think the game is is okay. Um, there are definitely parts I like about it. Uh, I, I do like the uh, the new lines that are coming out. Uh, you know, there's a fresh take to the game every time a new line comes out. There's diversity, shakes up the meta. Um, I do like clan battles. Uh, I love clan battles. I love the team aspect, um, and I do like the restrictions. As as Evil had said, um, there are parts of the game that I don't like. Uh, I, I definitely I was an RTS player, so I don't like the CV rework by default. Um, uh, although the recent patches that have have come out uh, are, you know, relatively stabilizing the game, I think, aside from the spotting issue, right. um, But uh, overall, like I, I, try to keep a a neutral mindset. I mean, the game will always go up and down, and I, I, I think that's just the nature of the game. And um, there's no use really complaining about it. And I try to turn my emotions. Back onto myself and say, how can I adapt to all these new mechanics? How can I adapt to the new meta? You know, how can I make myself a better player? I sure. think that's I don't know if that's really a hot take, but that's that's where I stand on that.
0: I think that's just fine. Let's 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 hit up Dueler real quick, and then I want to hear. I'm, I'm just going to ask Borla too. I, I don't I don't care. It's our podcast. We can do whatever we want.
1: <laughs> what do you think? There's Duel? a song about that.
4: <laughs> well, uh, actually, I'm going to steal from Star there that. You know, I, I try to keep a, a neutral uh, mindset. Um, I, I, the way I look at the game is a game's a game. Um, you, you're going to throw money on it, some more than others. Um, however, I find playing with people that you like to play with makes the game so much more enjoyable. Um, you know, You can have a losing streak, which for some reason you can get nine losses in a row. Don't know, asking me how, but you can. Uh, but playing with the guys, you know, as you're joking around, playing around, it makes it fun, even though you're getting your ass kicked. Um, but you know, for the entire game itself, uh, there's some good things to it. Uh, like I, I like the uh, the clan battles with the restrictions. Uh, you know, nothing like playing, you know, five Venetias or you know, three or four Goliaths. Uh, it's always fun. <laughs> um, however, <laughs> uh, you know, there's other things that I don't like a game, kind of like, it, there's way too much, you, know, you you throw in ranked, you throw in clan battles, now they got grand battles, now they got uh, new ship lines at the same time. It would be nice just to slow it down just a lot so you're not playing so much. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Okay.
0: So you almost feel like you're a little overwhelmed with content almost?
4: Uh, Sometimes. uh, Like, you know, I I like playing the ranked, like the new system for the ranked. Uh, Like I said, uh, Evil said, uh, there's some tweaks that could be done to it to make it really better. Um, However, you know, I like playing the ranked, but I also like playing clan battles. But then they restrict the time for the the ranked that you can only do certain times. And so it's that kind of balance. Like uh, Sometimes I don't even play randoms anymore. It's just... know ranked to clan battles clan battles to ranked or grand uh grand battles so it's i don't know if they're trying to get you away from the random battles but it just seems there's always something to do or to get for free i I like free um so
0: (laughs) sure well um last but not least borla what's your hot take on the state of the game i
1: i don't think any of it's a hot tank a lot of it (laughs) matches up with uh star destroyers like i try to be a realist about things i've talked about that before i don't like cvs i know they're not going to get pulled out of the game and i know they're not going to get pulled out of every season of clan battles i do appreciate that some of them have been limited that we've had some non-cv clan battle seasons mixed in with the clan battle seasons with Dueler, uh, this is something that I brought up ages and ages ago, and I think I brought it up on the very first podcast I was on as a guest when I was there with Torino. Mm-hmm. I wish they had a better calendar of events and things were spaced out a little more. It would be nice. We we have a basic patch schedule, so we know when the patches are coming. It's There's a pretty good cadence to that that's very consistent. I wish the same thing would happen with clan battles that we knew hey there's a season each quarter and we could do it that way i think there's probably one or two more seasons in a year than we a calendar year than we need i wish we knew when cots was three four five months in advance um the ranked they've kind of changed now they have sprint ranked so that overlap isn't quite the same as it used to be but i i do wish we had a little more foresight of what was coming and when instead of just guessing about it and I do wish there was a little bit less of a grind, but Mm -hmm. you know, that's coming from the perspective of somebody who is involved in a lot of the competitive stuff and new players want new content, right? I mean, this is what this is all about is pulling in new players and keeping players engaged after they've gotten uh, most of the content that they want. So I understand why they keep shoving new content out. I I do wish, and I've said it before that I wish they would put some more resources into balancing some things. Um, particular to cvs i think the biggest issue is spotting we had a conversation today in our discord about the issues with cvs and it's not so much people like to uh talk about how horrible cvs are Uh, i think if we went back to the rts days for like a couple months People would re- like realize what it's like just to have your game end two and a half minutes oh, in because the other yeah. CV was really good and wanted to wanted to completely delete you. Now they can ruin your game, but it drags out, and there are a few counter things you can do. But the biggest deal is spotting. You know, if they yeah. made spotting mini map only, unless it was within a certain draw range of you know 12 k or sure. right, right. whatever you know those things, that were with even within the spotting range of that. Targeted ship, you know, it doesn't show up in your sights on the main screen. It just shows up on the minimap. I, I think players could adapt to that, and it would be a lot more comfortable. But um, yeah, again, at the end of the day, I'm a realist who is is here for the community and here for the group that that we've built in KSC and the, the players like to hang out with and stuff like that. Uh, less so than for the grind
0: and for wargaming. Absolutely. Um... You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. I do recall you wanting that calendar, and I think that's a, actually a very, very good idea, to be completely honest with you. I wish they would just, you know, include something like that. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Yeah, we
1: wouldn't have to know all the details. You wouldn't have to know all the rules of the seasons and events and what ship line, but just, hey, this is our plan. And, you know, if occasionally something got bumped a little bit because developmental things happened, that would be fine. I I think specifically the clan battle seasons and cots and things like that should be pretty simple to put on a calendar way in advance.
0: Yeah, I, I, would, I would think so as well. And actually, you mentioned something there that reminds me, we got a suggestion from uh, a man named Sinpax, whom some of you may have heard of. Um, he, Sinpax actually suggested an idea for an episode, uh, which I think is a really good idea, which is we should have somebody on to discuss old mechanics that are no longer in the game and how, yes. yeah, like, um, and I actually thought we might get Chris Santos. We might see if we can get Chris Santos from Wargaming on to talk about that because he was actually discussing it in the uh, Community Contributor Discord not long ago about, guys, he was I think he said something along the lines of like, guys, you, you're bitching about this, but do you not remember that we had something yeah. very similar to this, like year one?
1: When I first started playing, you could get a flood from a
0: battleship salvo yes you could put holes in ships below the waterline and flood them with your guns
1: like and and if i could just do a little aside you know obviously cimpax helped you found this and this podcast and founded tng and so we all know him and, and he's had a lot of good ideas along the way we also like it when the guys in chat and game give us ideas i know i had somebody today i think it was uh rabbi can from armored knights yeah
0: yeah who was he's actually been on the, po- the podcast before
1: yeah he was asking me you know what? can well, you tell could. me who's gonna be on and i told him we were talking to the salvo uh coalition guys and then i had a guy i don't know about a uh, was it this last weekend um pw andy who was recommending that you and I kind of do a, a, some segments, non-worships, and you and I have talked about and promised to do a, at least an episode or so of non-worship stuff. So. Whiskey,
0: whiskey, right? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, and, and then we've, and also cocktails got the, we've also got the idea of doing one where we each of us tells a good, good hefty story that's non-worships related. I'm looking forward to yeah,
1: that. Yeah. So. So, I, you know, just a shout out to the guys who recognize it in chat. And I think PWND was even telling the guys in our game, go check out the podcast like he was telling it all, chat <laughs> to all people, which is a, which is a nice plug for us. But if, if people have feedback, please respond on the YouTube channel or hit us up in game or right. both of us are easy to find on the forums or discord. Like,
0: yeah, we appreciate that stuff. That's it's fun to interact with you guys. Well, so. We have these three gentlemen here, and I'd like to get their opinion on one more thing for sure, which is there are two new lines of ships that are, I suppose, on deck. The first is the Dutch cruisers, which are notable for having an airstrike component, which I I suppose it's sort of like, I mean, I'm I'm not going to say what my experience with the test ships is, but I will, if you have to sum up what... You know if, if we've all seen the footage of the airstrikes, we all know how it functions. I feel like if you have to describe it to somebody who doesn't hasn't seen it, you'd describe it as look, you can drop you can drop a salvo of h e of hE shells on an area, but it has a flight time of like fourteen seconds. basically that's it. Um, you know you're you're effectively it's removing just taking
1: island a shot. campers, right yeah, I mean you're you're basically making an island camper pay with some health or a damage control for staying behind an island where you can right.
0: that's, that's a simple way to put it. And, you know, there's... Obviously, we've all seen those videos that went viral in the World of Warships community of, like, you know... What was it? It was, like, a Montana or something like that getting dev-struck by, I think, three of them in a division all hitting at mm-hmm. once, but I think that... I think we should all remember that that's probably very rare... Um, but the other line that was uh, sort of previewed are, and yes, it's happening, Soviet aircraft carriers, because all you, of you... Were you were just
1: at the beach. Did you see any floating off the shore? Just
0: I, I, I thought I saw a Soviet aircraft, but it turns out it was actually a shopping cart that had been submerged into the ocean. I don't know why someone would throw out a perfectly good shopping cart when they could just sell it to China. Just um,
1: as many planes th- took off from that shopping cart. Absolutely.
0: Ex- the exact same number. <laughs> I should have... Damn it! That's what that's what the problem with live comedy is. Is I, I should have said... And you know what's crazy? Is the exact same number of planes have taken off from Soviet aircraft carriers as have taken off from that shopping cart. Should have said that. Damn it! Um, But they have
1: that, a unique... That, that's, why you, that's why you stopped doing the podcast solo. Poxy. That's
0: why I brought you on, man. Because <laughs> I, I need another pair of brain hemispheres to help me out, so... Um, well, So the, the Soviet aircraft carriers are sort of, people seem to be very excited or very against, possibly because it's just another carrier line, but they have the gimmick, as was stated by Wargaming, of one squad, one strike, meaning you don't get multiple drops with the squadron that you send out. You get a single drop, um, but it does have, I, I think it's safe to say it has an insane alpha possibility, an insane alpha potential for damage. Um, so let's, let's, let's hear from the fellas. If you guys haven't really looked into it, that's fine. You can punt the question to the next guy, but, um, uh, evil, let's start with you. I mean, what do you think about the Soviet aircraft carriers?
3: I mean, they strike me very much similar to the Isetona and the Dutch airstrike thing. Like those are all one-time use items kind of thing. And so it's all in the same theme. And it makes me wonder what that's going to do to clan battles. Is that going to push out the heavy? Is that going to push out the Petros and the Stalingrads from behind the islands, finally, where a Petro right now can basically, you know, destroy uh, what a CV is doing to it? Um, Are these guys going to get through all of that junk? And, and push those heavy cruisers out. I'm, as far as how it's going to impact game balance, it's exciting, I think. But it's too early for me to draw a conclusion. I've seen too little of its actual effects. I'm really wondering where, where it's going to go in clan battles. Maybe Double BB is going to be more exciting with the airstrikes coming in. Um, or you can have airstrike package plus Russian CV deleting shit all over the map. Oh, sorry for the
2: swear. That's fine. Well, Star, what about you? Um, okay, so I guess I'll just preface by saying that I'm I'm a competent CV player, but by no means like you know super Unicum or anything like that. But um, so I've I've seen both sides of the argument. Uh, I mean. I, it was kind of a joke in in form clan, at least that uh, you know Soviet aircraft carriers would be the end of the game, and yes, you know, I think Krem, that was Kremlin hull. Yeah, <laughs> that was always
0: one of the <laughs> like, signs of the apocalypse, right? Was the Soviet right? aircraft carriers?
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and like now the aircraft carriers can push their Kremlin hulls and bow tank while they launch planes. You know all those jokes, but um, so and, and I've also seen the other side, which uh, I, I am a, a member of Ascan's Discord and I do uh, mm-hmm. watch some of his content to learn how to be a better player. Sure. Um, and he has been saying that they. They are actually not as powerful as people, uh, you know, public perception uh, may seem of it despite the nation. Um, And I think with all things, the truth is probably somewhere in the middle. Um, And and I know Wargaming will be watching this line pretty closely, not only because it's Russian, but also because it's carriers. Um, And they probably want to strike a balance between, you know, having its own identity, but also being neither underpowered nor grossly overpowered in terms of its performance in the game um but as to its design i would have to agree with uh with evil that uh i think that combined with the dutch cruisers are encouraged to force uh ships to be more mobile um which seems to be the general trend that wargaming is taking the game and um with the uh the, the uh, commander rework that happened a couple patches ago you know nerfing german secondaries and whatnot i think they're trying to force people to go closer together and i um I think that uh, these Russian carriers may break up the stagnant stragglers at the back, uh, uh, for better or for worse, and and uh, will encourage more mobile play.
0: Fair enough, man. Dueler, what about you, before we go to Borla?
4: Are we still talking World of Warships, or are we talking World of Planes? Haha, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There's the World of Warplanes reference.
0: Let's dig up that corpse and just string it up and remind everyone of what happened. <laughs>
4: Now, it's going to be interesting. Um, like, uh, I don't know too much about them, but uh, like you said, um, you know, with the, especially with the Dutch uh, uh, cruisers, uh, is, is hopefully, you know, put a little bit more, maybe not skill, um, but a little bit more action into, you know, being able to, you know, flank, you have to kite, you have to you know, play the game a little bit differently. And which also increases, uh, you know, gameplay. Uh, nothing's fun when you know everyone's sitting behind an island. And you can't really do anything, and you're, you're doing two thousand, three thousand damage each shot. It, you know, it, it does get um, kind of nerve wracking sometimes. But you know, hopefully, this kind of breaks up the game, and you know, has you know different uh, wrench thrown at it, type of deal.
1: And I think a lot depends on the exact features because right now all we have is a description of the concept by wargaming. We don't have hard numbers and they'll probably there's things that will be nerfed and buffed along the way. But if you listen to the description wargaming gives us, all planes have a small amount of HP and low cruise speed. so they're more susceptible to aA. And also for attack planes or rocket planes, as each plane gets picked off, since there's only one attack, the attack itself is reduced. So today, where there's, say, you know, three squadrons and you get some planes shot down, you still drop with the full squadron until you start chipping away at that last squadron. It seems that that won't be the case with the Soviet ones. And also the Torp Bombers, it's supposedly longer arming speed for the Torps, and they're going to be slow speed, and then the Skip Bombers. To me, they don't sound terribly strong. If that's accurate, I'm afraid that that's going to be the description, and the numbers really aren't going to be that much different than some of the other uh, CVs. And so uh, it won't have some of the weaknesses that it appears to have on paper. Yeah, I think it's also I think it's also possible they do come out in a week and then they can point to this as saying, see, every Russian line isn't broken when it comes out. (laughs) But (laughs) but the part that I guess I would keep all of the uh, sky is falling people, I would ask them to keep in mind is I don't think the Soviet carriers are going to produce more CV players. I think it's still going to be, CV. you know, there's the amount of CVs in the game isn't going to drastically increase beyond the first week or two where people try them out it's not going to drastically uh, increase i would say these will fall in based on where their merit is right like there's not a bunch of audacious is a tier 10 even though it's an option because it's clearly the weakest cv and there's uh, you know different other tiers there's whatever the weakest cv or two of that tier is you just don't see them in game hardly ever if you do it's a, a generally a really poor player who isn't performing well and i think the same thing will happen here. Well, oh, Sorry, but just so let you know Borla, i've got a special guy for
3: you on our discord who likes to disagree on the merits on the audacious if you ever seek it. What? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you have an audacious?
0: <laughs> you have an audacious simp? Tell me.
3: Oh, yes. Uh, i won't give away a name or anything like that, but if you ever want to have him on here, he is in love with audacious, he is against meta everything, so he's always special. But you know, sometimes he does deliver, and he does play fairly well. And um, I mean, he meets our requirements to be in the clan anyway.
1: But uh, yeah, he's a big audacious fan, and he runs it in clan battles. now yeah, there are there are outliers. Like you know, there are outliers. There are people who make odd ships work, and there and but metas are a meta for a reason the vast majority of the time so i guess my argument is you know these soviet cruisers aren't going to be it's not going to make the amount of cvs played drastically increase beyond the first oh, I agree. 10, 12 I totally days. agree yeah. with that totally agree with you there
0: personally yikes talking about audacious Bog- Bogsy,
1: you sound like you want to have an audacious episode <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what did, didn't we, we just did the you CV show around the shiny
1: yeah, you show something shiny to him, and he just darts off like a squirrel. We just did the
0: CV. <laughs> we just did the CV uh, roundtable, and literally had a segment on it called "Refloat the Audacious" rather than "Sink a Ship." We literally did "Refloat the Audacious." <laughs> um, okay, well, so fair enough, fellas. Let's let's do uh, another game here, and then we'll sort of start to wrap things up. I'm gonna have you, uh, each one of you. Speaking of sinking of ship, I'm gonna have each one of you do that now. Some of these greedy, greedy World of Warships players that come on here, they attempt to sink an entire line of ships. They attempt to sink an entire class of ships. And that's, you know, that's not how things are going to work. We just got out of a pandemic. We all need to tighten tighten our belts a little bit and sacrifice one ship to the Drowned God for the sake of making everyone's lives better. So, if you had to take one of your World of Warships children and sacrifice it to ensure a bountiful harvest, which ship would that be? Dueler. I want to go with the Nevsky. You want to sink the Nevsky? Very interesting. I think that might be the first time that's ever happened. Why?
2: Well,
4: nothing like, uh, you know, having a kiter shoot five, uh, every five seconds at you with uh good AA, uh, radar, and 180mm uh, guns. Uh, especially with the uh, fire every single time that they hit you.
0: Fair enough, man. He's not, a, he's not a fan of the fireworks cruisers.
2: Star Destroyer, how about you? uh (laughs) all right i guess i'd have to pick the arp yamato why because i i'm a fan of working hard to get to tier 10. tier 10 in my opinion should be a mastery tier and the ability to bypass all the grinding and all of the learning along that process uh just to automatically buy a tier 10 and then buy a tier 10 that you can get a legendary upgrade which you should be grinding more for um, just goes against the whole principle of the game, and I, I just don't feel it really fits the uh, the rest of the game.
0: A tear just fell out of my eye, turned into a bald eagle, and flew away. That was beautiful. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, man. I
1: I think uh, Bogz, our mutual friend G JGHC, like his ears are burning right now. He, uh, it's his fault. I own an ARP Yamato, and I believe <laughs> Is that right? I believe that was the last ship that he spent money
0: on. Good lord. Sorry, Joe. We always bring you up when it's it's like it's always Joe made me do this or Joe made me do that. Uh, but uh, evil? Most of that sto- those stories are not safe for the podcast. <laughs> evil, what's it going to be?
1: The Svetlana. The Svetlana? What the,
0: Svetlana. Three, what the shit is tier the Svetlana?
3: Three, tier 3 Russian cruiser. It's an ungainly pig of a ship. It's slow. It's got terrible turrets. For some reason, bots are super dangerous in it because they yolo in and torp rush you. But overall, it's got a Russian cow's name on it. No, that ship needs to go. I've been thinking about this hard for two years, and that's the ship that
0: needs wow. to go. Wow! I never in my wildest dreams would I have expected that. The Svetlana. <laughs> Most that, that's don't. gotta be a
1: new one. Yeah, that's gotta be a new one too.
0: I, I think so. It's just
1: it's slow.
3: It's its turrets aren't that great. Its guns are kind of anemic. Um, it's and then the name on top of it. It's I can't. I don't know why, but when I first went up the Russian cruiser tree, that's the one that got me.
0: Hey man, fair enough. I'm, there's really uh, don't know what else you can say about that. <laughs> not much. Well, Borla, would you uh, would you kindly invite these gentlemen to uh, do some poaching before we wrap up?
1: Yes, we talked a little bit about recruiting, and let's say that uh, our friend Simpax is coming back to the game, and he's uh, decided that it's not going to be a TNG, so Dueler, you would like him to come to Bingo, you get 30 seconds to convince him to join Bingo, what do you say?
0: He's speechless, it's amazing.
1: Either we lost Dueler or he doesn't want <laughs> Sympax and Bingo.
2: There we go. <laughs>
4: um, Bingo has been playing together for you know over four years together. And our, our team, uh, like they call our, our group, is on our way to Typhoon League. And if you're looking for one of the more active groups in North American server, um, come hang out, see what we're all about, and maybe you'll play a Katori battle. Ooh, Lure him <laughs> with a
1: Katori. How about you, Star Destroyer?
2: uh yeah if you would like to join form we are more than uh happy to have you with us we're uh competitive yet friendly and helpful environment uh we have members from all across the world uh and we have uh, we have a good core group of uh very skilled players and we've hit typhoon multiple times and hopefully uh gonna punch into hurricane league and uh if you want to join us please feel free to reach out to me
1: nice nice so if, if we want somebody to join salvo what do we tell them? evil
3: are you a dad, 30 years and older, got kids, other stuff to do in your life? You still want Typhoon Steel? Come talk to me. We've got a super active Discord. We've got teams running every night. We've got Merc spots on other teams. You're not going to find a place where you can get more Steel. Join us today.
1: Do you by chance own a used car dealership? Because <laughs> that was a great like, local TV used car dealership it really come was. come on down. That was very well done.
0: What do I have to do to put you in a salvo today? <laughs> yeah, very exactly. Um, gentlemen, uh, This it's now open floor. I'm not calling on anybody. Would any of the three of you like to plug anything? Um, we can put links into the description below on the podcast. Is there anything you guys, any tournaments, any games, any activities that you guys want to share that folks might be able to check out or enjoy with you?
3: Well, uh, I would love it if you could plug our Articles of Coalition, and uh, the Salva Coalition is looking for more possible member clans. Um, You know, let's grow a bigger community. And I talked to Star about it, I talked to Dula about it in the council, and everybody's kind of for it. We want to grow bigger so simpax if you don't want to join the clan join tng bring everybody over
0: <laughs> i am trying to poach my entire clan that's yep. gorgeous
1: <laughs> the uh, one thing i will uh mention too boxy our mutual friend oskons you know world of warships twitch channel has been doing some instruction type things lately mm-hmm. And they've had people prepare, like, 45-minute-long segments on how to play a certain class of ship, go over commander skills, stuff like that. So I believe right at the beginning of July, maybe perhaps right after July 4th, Oscans is going to be on the World of Warships channel talking about CVs. So really? a little free plug for him. Hopefully well, by the time we record our next podcast, I'll have the exact date and time. But yes, to yeah, do. Yeah, he's going to be doing that. Guy. Yeah, yes, yeah, he is. Guy. I've
0: I've been friends with Oscon since he uh, he he joined TNG sometime in 2020, and then uh, migrated over to KSC. Uh, and in that amount of time, I mean, he's been he's been very prolific. He uh, has become a community contributor. He streams on Twitch multiple days a week. He uh, actually is my partner during COTS. We have co-casted COTS as well as Gaishu's Worship Masters Invitational tournaments. Um, and yeah that's wonderful to hear that he's it's wonderful to hear that he's uh, going to be on the main channel so we'll have next time we come back we'll have exact dates um, so please go check him out um, we'll have links to the Salvo Coalition Discord below we'll have their articles of Coalition available so you can check it out it's a very officious looking document It's uh, if it's if I would assume it would be very helpful for any of you who are sort of looking maybe for a blueprint or some instruction or some example on how to create sort of some rules for your community. So that'll be available in the descriptions below. Um, Other than that, Borla, is there anything else?
1: No, I really appreciate you guys coming on. I think you guys have a fascinating community and you found a way to keep kind of a... Uh, your clans feel and your independence while also having an active discord and that's something i think a lot of people are looking for because the things you know i've always been interested in clan dynamics and that's why i started listening to this podcast when simpax and bogsy first put it out and i think you guys have a very unique way of of attacking that problem of how do i have my discord be busy and and make sure my guys have people to play with and div with and you know play randoms with but also the competitive and clan battles and things like that so good job to you guys and it's been nice talking to you thank you and thank
3: you all for for having us on on here it's, i've been excited for this for about two months <laughs>
0: Uh, well, it's truly our pleasure. So, um, thank you to uh, Evil Tane from Salvo, Star Destroyer 001 from Form, Dueler 02 from Bingo. It has uh, been a pleasure, gentlemen. Thanks for
2: having me. Thanks, Bugs. Have a good night.
0: Yeah absolutely and uh, as always thank you to all of you who consistently tune in and listen Borla and I appreciate it very much uh, because if you guys didn't listen we'd still do this it would just be one great big circle jerk of self-congratulation on how much we enjoy World of Warships and talking about it it, so at least late light would still listen at least at least nothing would change for late light right exactly Uh, We love you, Late Light. We hope you listen to this one. Other than that, we're done, guys. We'll see you next time when uh, hopefully we'll talk a little bit about some of that stuff we talked about before, which I can't remember now because I'm tired. So uh, we'll catch you all next time on Get to Know World of Warships.